What's up, everybody? I'm Kiyoshi. I'm Bobby Foster. Michael Beveraji. And this is Take Away My Mic. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed on another, <laughs> another episode. Good morning. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Good. I woke up maybe like five minutes before we just hopped on. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't even go to bed late either, which is crazy. I was just knocked out. That's um, good. You got some good sleep. Yeah, I needed it. Uh, but I'm ready. We have a lot to talk about. Last week was packed with different things to speak on. So, you know, it's go- it's going to be a good episode today. Michael, yeah. I'm ready for the I'm ready for your concert update. The concert update. Who have I seen that I haven't spoken about? I saw Pink that I haven't spoken like that was a week and a half ago. Did she the Jonas Brothers the other day? I, I saw the Jonas Brothers last night, and I saw Neo uh, and Mario the other day also. All all those concerts ranged as far as my enjoyment of them. I'm not going to put any in front of the other publicly, but uh, <laughs> you know, I will, I'll just say I was lit at the Neo concert. Oh, my God. I was reliving the best days of my life. Uh, so that was a great time. It's because you know, you. just hit after hit after hit after hit. He irritates my soul, but his music is yeah, good. Well, yeah, that's that's a different conversation. And I told you, I left my conscience in the car that day. Bro, he said, I'm, le- I'm leaving my morals in the vehicle. I left it in the car. That's We talked about separating the art from artists. That's a whole different conversation that we've already had. So we'll leave that at that. But I, I had a good time. No, Bobby killed me when he says, so you watch Disney movies? God I'm damn. Saying, I'm, I'm, I'm still real. not over that, dog. I'm not. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> Remember what you said? The drag, bro. You dragged that day. We was talking about separating art from the artist. And you said, it's oh, selective. It's a broader okay. spectrum. Like, you watch right. Disney movies, you feel right. me? And that was just, that smacked me across the forehead. Because, you know. Us. We all partake in the, in the evilness, man. Unfortunately, knowing and unknowingly. So yeah, exactly. But I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad okay. you how were wait, how were the Jonas brothers? I got some interesting live votes. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Bobby. <laughs> Red dress. Yo, did people really go hype over that line when you were there? I don't even know. Is that a lyric that they have? I don't remember. What? It's an ad lib from a damn song Nick from was burning it? up. Burning up, yeah. Nick Jonas is like high heels, high heels, red oh, dress, man. red, red dress. dress. Yeah, I don't. Hey, I'm a Joe Bro ho, so I don't remember. <laughs> Joe Bro ho is crazy. Listen, okay. they got they got hits. They got hits. So I they do. Time. They just vocally, man. It's an interesting experience. <laughs> <laughs> Not vocally, it's an interesting. They got hits though. They definitely do. They definitely do. I, ooh, but I actually like um, w- Joe's band. Was it called Dance D N C E? Yeah, D- yeah, yeah. I like that. Did he do any of those songs? You love, you love that like party music though. You're into that, right? I, it's cute. Yeah, it is. I like Toothbrush. If anyone knows that song, that's my shit. I I don't, but I did enjoy Nick Jonas's solo endeavors because he tried the R and B thing. Yes, and and I was I was into some of the, like the. The, the Jealous and Chains and some of those songs. Jealous was a hit. Yo, yes, it was. I wish that the, like, when he did the video with the choir instead in the background. Do, do y'all know what I'm talking about? I didn't see the He video did, like, now. a gospel version of it. 
I don't know what you're talking sounds, about. Sounds like it was slap. Oh my God. You, you might never saw that? a link. Hold on. I didn't know he did a gospel version of Jealous. That's it actually was good. It, and like, it wasn't the whole song. But yeah, it never like came out on streaming or you couldn't buy it or anything. But like that. And then Say So Doja, the rock version. Those are like two things I wish always got on streaming. I don't know if y'all ever heard the Say So rock version. But that's no, it. I love, I, yeah, that one was good. That was so good. Well, before we get into uh, <laughs> all of that, we have our question this week comes from none other than our girl, Ibby. Okay, she said, what song for you holds the single most important lyric slash which song lyrics stay with you and impact the way you see the world huge question who wants to yeah, go first i'll go first because i'm really hype about the lyric that i thought of so uh this is coming off of uh Absol's outro there's a kendrick song off of section 80 it's the last song on the album and there's like a whole it's like honestly like his whole last verse but I'm, i don't want to spit that whole thing so i'm just gonna go see i spent 23 years on this earth searching for answers to one day i realized i had to come up with my own that line always because i've been a searcher for answers like my whole life and i remember when i heard that i was like you know what you you really do gotta look inside for a lot of answers you know what i'm saying because mm -hmm. there's so much information out there when it comes to kind of like self-improvement in like confidence and all these different kind of things like you just gotta like tap into who you are inside right that that line always hit me hard and then the other line on here that just like i loved it and this is funny because we're going to be talking about drake later and i feel like this relates to that so he said he said i'm not the next pop star i'm not the next socially aware rapper i'm a human motherfucking being over dope ass instrumentation i mean whoa if that's not the definition of a great artist i don't know what is so like, I love hey. that line. humanize the artist i love that exactly so i had more like whole songs as an actual song and what they represent i had a, a handful here but as far as like individual lyrics i can't not shout out zane of course off of lucas aid he says i'm trying to fucking scream but the words won't come out and like i obviously like fucking feel that so much struggling with mental health issues um as far as like songs as a whole uh hurt by johnny cash was the first time i cried to a song nine inch nails is the original cover uh, but I remember being a kid listening to her and then learning about Johnny Cash and crying, just, just sitting there crying over like the fact that you start the song off with like, I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. Another song is Bystanders by Moses Sumney. I'm not going to like get into like what the song means because it means a like it's like the most complex song I've ever heard lyrically in my I life. I love them. That's Ooh. not that's not a rap song. Moses is one of the best. He's insane. His art, his vision artistically is disgusting like i will I, yeah i watched him do like a lot he like live streamed a concert a, perf a perform oh my he's just he's so good he's so good anyways i get that's a whole tangent uh then the last one is my favorite rapper is a korean rapper named suga he's from bts and he's got a song called hegum that is uh it's about how the internet's impacted society and the way people view the world and one another uh that's another one of my favorite uh tracks lyrically nice is that, that is that the one is that the guy that did the song with j cole or is that something no that's else? that's j hope that did okay. the song with j cole yeah yeah i still don't know the bts men who, who uh, did who did the song names? with lotto uh jungkook okay yeah, is he in BTS too? Yeah, they're all in BTS. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn, how many people in BTS? They got seven. Oh, okay. Oh, wow, okay. 
Seven of them, yeah. There's, th- there's three rappers and four vocalists. I've been trying. I was like, dang. When I first read it, I was like, this is a big question. I don't have... I like the messages behind like a lot of different songs, but trying to think like a, a specific lyric. You know what? Fine, whatever. My favorite, One of my favorite rap songs ever, like when people ask me what type of rap I listen to or they want to hear a rap song I like, I always send them Photosynthesis by Saba featuring mm. John Doe. I sent it to you, Michael. You did send it to me in our video. video. Yes. Yeah, the man of many cadences. My God, there's 12 people inside of him. Um, <laughs> but the opening no, I line... Thought, <laughs> I thought you were taking a pause. I thought you were, gonna, I thought you were doing a pause. I was like, no, I had to call. Off. I had to call. You said... You I said there's 12 people inside of him, and then you were like, and then you stop. Oh no! See, <laughs> your mind. See, I didn't even think about that. I just had to cough. I wasn't even thinking about that. Um, <laughs> I hate y'all, man. I wasn't even thinking about it like that. Oh my I'm god! I'm crying. Wow. Um, no, but the opening line for that song is uh, "How you lonely in a room with God." Mm. And when I first heard that, I was like, oof. I'll be very honest and say I'm never lonely. I never get lonely. I enjoy my own company very thoroughly. I could be by myself forever. I don't know what that says about me, but it's true. You know, like I don't get lonely. So when I first heard that, I was like, is that why? I don't know. I do believe in higher power. I believe in God. I just don't ever feel lonely, man. So yeah. I, I really, really like that line. It could be why. You probably relate to it so heavily. Yeah. Probably. I didn't even think about it that way, but I really never feel lonely. So yeah. I like that line a lot. Side note, anytime someone says, I, I've never thought, that, like, I never think about it that way or whatever, I always think of that line that Tay Diggs had in Malibu's Most Wanted. It's like, I ain't never thought about it like that before. <laughs> 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 I tried to erase that movie from my mind. I was gonna say Malibu's most wanted. I tried to erase that movie so many times when I was younger. Oh my god! I like I used to know like every line of that movie. I still know his raps for real. Why would shrink, shrink, blinkity blink? Can you not think? It hurts. It physically hurts. I hate that movie. I had to watch that movie against my will so many times. My cousins loved that freaking movie, and I hated it every single time they put it on. That's hilarious. As a young man, it was hilarious. Bobby loves that cultural appropriation. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? His favorite thing. He lives. He lives for that shit. It's not my fault. That's when the best art comes out, okay? God (laughs) damn <laughs> Wild. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. Listen, because you see where they're getting it from. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, ex- absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. We gotta Too get into Drake. Happened. We gotta get into Drake, right? Yeah. Let's we start, start off with Drake. Yeah, let's yeah, start. Do yeah. Drag him. Who wants to go first? Because <laughs> I really am tired of his bullshit. Um, I don't really even like where do you there's so many different like like leaping pads to let's start with the album let's start with the album because that's what we got to talk about so yeah let's get yeah. into that uh well i didn't like it i didn't even finish it i got like 75 percent of the way through and i it was enough for me i got to like track 16 that was enough for me <laughs> uh the bad bunny song was certainly kind of an end that's around that point and i was kind oh, of oh that's like, when you dipped <laughs> that was kind of what i was like uh, I'm disappointed. Bad Bunny is, is even on this. It's one of those things where, like, you, you like you probably send the feature out, and the, the artist on the other end hasn't heard the song until 
like that comes out and i'm i'm hoping that's what happened with bad bunny that's yeah. a thing no, that happens all the time it's they like, send <clears throat> they just send verses out and make yeah. the song and the person yeah. who's featured doesn't hear the whole song yeah, yeah like they, they don't just, even know if it's part. gonna be on the album or not mm-hmm. oh like, that's just, hilarious so yeah. never what happened i'm me. hoping bad bunny was like <laughs> i didn't even like poppy i didn't know that was gonna be on there man so i don't know like, <laughs> not poppy <laughs> Drake, Drake, like obviously drake drake can make whatever kind of album he wants right that's I feel like, because uh, we're talking about the album, out of all the discourse, it's important to point out that, that he's allowed to make whatever kind of album he wants. And I almost feel bad because the album that did come out kind of was my expectation based on the years of, of results we've gotten from him. I feel like everything that's like all the discourse that's coming back at him now, like I feel like he almost had it coming. When you're as big as he is and you make as insignificant music as he has for as long as he has now, I feel like he just kind of had a lot of this coming. In the context, the context, so bitter, so sad. Yeah. I don't understand why you eat. Speaking on Rihanna in the good year of 2023 is crazy. When y'all, she ain't never claimed you like that. It ain't never. Cue the the video of them at the award show. Cue the picture of him trying to kiss her. With his mouth open oh, and her just dip, dog. Still you were never in there. Bad. You were never in there like swimwear. It was never going to happen. You know that, and that's why you're in your bag. Because all these years later, she's in a happy relationship. She has two children. You have a child. Why are you speaking? Wow. I don't understand. I I just don't understand the shot he took. In this album, at women, Esperanza, what's her name? Spalding. Spalding, an artist. Child, you and Christopher that, Maurice that's, that's shitting on actually, musicians is crazy to me. That's the one that actually did make sense to me. The Spalding one. Cause girl, yeah. cause she won Cause, Best New Artist. Cause yeah, she's yeah, yeah, an yeah. artist. Cause she makes art. Sir, no, that, relax. That one made sense to me. That, that's the only one that made sense to me. I was like, wow, you y- y'all just love coming for, you know, true artists and things. That's really annoying to me. Because I'm like, what did that girl do to you except be great at what she does? And it had a nerd to be like, oh, where is she? Like, th- this is my irritation in, in like, mainstream, I feel like, a lot. Y'all think visibility equates to excellence. And that irritates me. Because you don't see her on the cover of all these magazines or, like, in the forefront. You think that she's somehow lesser than you. She's written operas. She's done a lot of different things. She's an artist, a real one, a musician, and and multifaceted, multi-talented individual. She's doing a lot of things you couldn't <laughs> imagine. Drake writing an opera, sir. N- stay in your damn lane. Do stay you in re- your lane. Do you have a reason for going at her, or what you just because she that? won? They went head to head for best new artist at the Grammys back in fucking what year oh, was like that? Twenty ten. Gotcha. You are thirty six, sir. Well, also, also, I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure Justin Bieber was also up for that. And oh, she wow. beat Justin Bieber, which that was what was more surprising to me. I was surprised the Beepster lost. Because um, I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. I'm like 95% sure. I'm not sure, but like a, a, a 14 year old reference is wild. Like, and their new album. He's just in his feelings. Like, sir, just all of this. Uh, listen. I agree. Like, I don't, I don't want to talk because I got thoughts in the butt and stuff. I don't want to totally like unpack that can of worms right now. But like, as far <laughs> as the album goes, I couldn't agree more with Button. Like, he's, 
He sounds like Little Yachty. He is rapping for the children on this project. I okay, so I tweeted out. I said it was a really weird listening experience for me because I was actually liking a lot of the songs, but it it like it wasn't gripping me as an album at all. Which I don't know if I've had that experience before. Like typically, if I'm listening to something and I'm liking the songs, I'm like, okay, this is a good album. But it felt very like. Outside the J. Cole track, like, there wasn't, like, a standout, like, smash hit from it, um, which I feel like for a Drake album, too, is weird. Like, Drake usually is going for the commercial hits, right? So, like, that was kind of weird. Like, there wasn't really any songs that stood out. Uh, even, like, Slime You Out with SZA that already went number one. Like, that song, I, I've listened to it once. I've never listened to it again. Um, I I will be listening to the J. Cole song more, but overall, like it was way too long of an album. As soon as it came out and it was 23 tracks, like as soon as that info came out, I was like, oh my God, bro. Like every (laughs) single album that's over 20 songs, like even if it's deemed a good album, like SOS by SZA, it's like, you can cut songs out. I don't believe that album should be that long. I just, I'm not a believer of that. It always comes with a lot you can trim out. Like I had said this about Drake too. I was like, look. Drake has made, I did the math, Drake made five albums in three years with 88 songs overall on those five albums in three years. It's crazy. And it's like... What albums were those? Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. I counted Dark Lane demo tapes in there. Dark Lane demo tapes, Certified Lover Boy, Her Loss, this one, and honestly, never mind. I ain't even um, listen to her loss. I'm so sorry. I don't care. Her yeah, loss was the best. Like I feel like her loss. No, I actually like Certified Lover Boy the best out of those. Then her loss second. My point with all that, when you look at someone like Kendrick, who we're always hyping up Kendrick albums, you know he took five years to come out with an album, and I can't remember how many tracks were on his. It was actually it was I think it was like eighteen. Uh, but anyway, it's like if you were to take. 12 to 16 tracks out of those 88 songs he probably would have a classic album in there <laughs> you know what I'm saying yes. like if it was curated yep yep um and so it's like I, I think he does I know he said he needed to take time off because of stomach issues or whatever and he's done making music right now which hey y'all we're about to see that a lot with COVID we're about to see it a lot Lord just says she's been going through it Billie Eilish said she was going through it Drake's going through stuff but I digress. I don't want to get into that this week. Yeah, it's like it, the album was a weird experience for me. I feel like when we start talking about all of the who he's making music for and all that, I do have a lot more thoughts on that aspect of it, too. Like everything Joe Budden was talking about. I got a, I got a lot of thoughts on that. But overall, I thought it was a decent album. Definitely not one of his best. But I don't think it's because. OK, yeah. So uh, what, 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 what website was it where I just said it's like his um metacritic metacritic it's the second lowest rated hip-hop album of the decade and it's also his lowest rated album and i don't think that's true i don't think it's his worst album i, I it's definitely not his worst what album. you think is worse than this well honestly never mind. i, I hate it honestly never mind but i'm not even gonna go there because that's like so left field for him is it his worst album <laughs> wait a minute i was thinking ooh, hold on how was scorpion because i ain't even finished that that I was like another scorpion. book yeah, I like Scorpion, though. Mm. I don't like More Life at all, but that's a hot take, because a lot of people, that's grown up Ooh, a lot of people. wait, no, is that the one that has, uh, that's the one that got a bunch of little hits on it. More Life, right? That's the one with, like, Passion Fruit. Yeah, that's um, what I was thinking about, Passion Fruit. Okay, so it's definitely lower tier for him, for sure. It's definitely probably one of the worst, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> before that's, that's we, true. well, let's talk about this before we get into Button, because I, we we started fighting before we started recording. <laughs> 
<laughs> about about which one we like better, Scarlet or this one. And I said Ooh. I'd rather listen to Scarlet than listen to. And we already talked about how we felt about Scarlet. Yeah, because I would rather listen to Scarlet. It's, it's at least a, as with all our complaints about it lyrically, as far as lacking depth. At least it's got a bit more of a cohesive like vision. It to is. It, at least does and, it though? It is far more cohesive sonically. To me, absolutely. Ooh, to me, I actually know what's going on when I listen to that album front to back. When I listen to the Drake album, I just I'm just like, and I'll call me fucking old, but like, it's just I just hear shit that's meant for like Fortnite soundtracks. It's meant for the kids. <laughs> That's really all I like genuinely hear when I listen to this. Roblox. It like I'd rather listen to Drake's album. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Scarlet. It's a good there was a good like five to seven tracks I was like really enjoying off of Drake's album. So I'd rather listen to that. I I could pick five songs off of Scarlet that I like and I I would rather listen. My thing is so I listened to Scarlet one more time because my wife wanted to listen to it and I like liked none of the songs the second time around. There oh, was a, there was like a few I liked the first time. The second time it was like even the songs that I thought were my favorite. I was like, ah, oh, I don't like. I don't like this. Yeah, you like Skull and Bones. That's the only song I continued to like. <laughs> That's the okay. one song from the album I like. Like there was there was a few like on the second half that I said I enjoyed. Um, I can't remember like the names right now. I just I don't see I myself ever putting that album on ever again. I went back just to make sure because I knew we were going to be talking about it today because I listened to like, I listened to Scarlet again. I listened to Drake's again. And I was like, bro, I don't even know. Now, if we're talking Do- Doja, about. Doja got it as far as like a project. Doja got it. If we're talking about like, if I had to listen to an album front to back, I'd probably pick Doja's because Drake's is just way too long and there's too many songs (laughs) I don't like on Drake's Even the beats on Drake's wasn't even like hitting for... Well, I couldn't really tell because he was fighting the beat the whole time. I like, I don't know. I don't like that trend of rapping either. The just, just, it was all over the place. And listen, that's the baby shit. I don't even, I don't understand. Mm. How I don't understand how he's defending this the way that he is. I'm sorry. Who, to Joe me? Budden. Let's talk about Joe Budden. No, because okay. I don't understand why he just all of this energy behind this project is crazy. Yeah, so the Joe Budden thing was really interesting to me first because if you actually watch the full clips that Drake was responding to, like Joe Budden was hyping Drake up like the whole in- <clears throat> I'm sorry, like the whole entire time. Joe Budden was basically saying like how good Drake is and like that's why he was disappointed. It's so funny because like that's why we got backlash talking about Doja's album because I was like talking mm-hmm. about like how good I think Doja is, which is why I was disappointed. That's basically where Joe Budden was coming from. And another thing I've realized just from people talking about the album is like when a I don't know whether it's a podcaster or just like a random tweet or whatever. When they say like what they would like from the album, people take it as like this demand. Like it's like I'm saying the artist should do this thing. And I don't feel like that's where it comes from nine times out of ten. Joe Budden was just saying like what he personally wants to listen to from Drake like as a fan. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I think Joe is also like, how old is Joe now? Like 40 I mean, it's like 40s I can't remember but oh that makes sense right and I feel like I want to hear that too but here's another thing there's a lot of discourse around oh why are y'all saying Drake should make mature music blah 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 listen mature <laughs> doesn't mean like a 444 from Jay-Z or like a Nas album or anything it's just this idea of like introspection and growth which we get from 
20 year olds like olivia rodrigo like it's not <laughs> drag like it's not this like it's a fact like this one Byron about, told what, about, what, what, slow it down Bobby. oh okay can we get, can we get flowers to bobby for no nah, for real drag because like the growth like, it's mm. true and, and so it's like um everyone like there was this viral tweet yeah there was this viral tweet saying like you know if drake's hanging around older people and making music for adults or whatever like it'll be old and boring and i was like no i was like kanye was 36 when he dropped yeezus you know, so it's the same age Drake is. You know what I mean? Like Tyler, the creator, has shown tremendous growth. He's way younger than Drake. Like this, this idea of like growth doesn't necessarily mean old and out of touch. Like Beyonce just dropped Renaissance. It yeah, like, yeah. like it, there's no like, excuse. There's no excuse except y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's crazy. Like I don't feel like people understand the critique Joe was saying in the first place. Is why like I don't think people even it's get what he was Joe saying. Joe is well, let's be real. Joe's he's, a hater. He's, he's, he, he, he tends he is, to be a hater but, a lot of the time. But not to Drake though. Like Drake is like one of the only artists he ever like just praises all the time, which is just really like it's just Drake's response was really weird. Like, is I'm that why gonna, he was, was in really his weird. bag? Is because he he felt criticism from Joe Budden for the first time? Is Maybe. that what that is? I mean, so why I he in his fifis? I don't know if y'all know or the audience knows, but Drake and Joe Budden had beef when they were both rapping, right? So like there was like a whole diss back and forth between them. Like this was a long time ago though, and they had squashed it. And like I'm saying, like Joe Budden's been praising Drake the whole time he's had a pod cast basically um so yeah it was it was really weird um because literally all joe budden like said was that he wants to hear drake make music for adults it's <laughs> like How literally old all is he that said. little streamer boy kai Sinet, um, what's his name? i think he's like 21 he's young. okay see yeah. see he's young. what he's, he's that young boy. yeah I'm gonna keep it. How old is Drake? Like 36, right? 36. Yeah, I didn't know that boy was that young. Unless I'm like mentoring you, I'm not really chilling with like 21 year olds when I'm 37. Just, I don't have no 21 year old friends. I don't know if he hangs with them though. I don't know if he like. I don't know if he does all that. He FaceTimed him or whatever while he was on the live stream. I saw a clip of that. Oh, I mean, Kai was smart, reacting though. or reviewing <laughs> to the yeah because apparently he had a line in the album that like referenced streamers or whatever. Yeah, and was I like, mean. My young boy is making more than all of y'all, blah, blah. I mean, wow. Kai is like, if you're an artist, you want to get on Kai's radar, to be honest with you. But does Drake need that? Does he oh. need it? Okay, well, this is interesting. This is really interesting because this is like, I'm going to bring it to a company. I'm always like, why does Coke spend multi-millions of dollars on a Super Bowl ad? You know what I'm saying? Like, Coke doesn't yeah. need advertisement, yeah, right? So it's like... I think it's something just to do with marketing and like getting your name out there. And it like when you are a mainstream artist, you do have to tap into the younger market. Like you do have to do that. Like if you want to have commercial success, you have to do that to some degree. So, and, okay. That was another thing I had thought. It's like, no one's telling Drake to stop collabing with younger artists. Like no one's saying that it's like, you just need to not need to, but what people want is like some sort of like substance Gross. of, like I saw Charlemagne even say, <clears throat> like he loved to hear from Drake, like what it is to be a father or like actually wanting to be married. Cause like, obviously you do want to settle down and you want someone with you, but instead of being petty about it, like tell us how you feel, bro. <laughs> like Tell us what it's really like. And it's like, I've been wanting ever since, you know, we found out about Adonis. I was like, I do want Drake to be like, what like i want a fatherhood track <laughs> you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i want like just some level of introspection and like even if you did make a song about fatherhood like it doesn't even need to be 
super like boring and stuff how people keep claiming it doesn't have to be that also one of tupac's biggest songs is what dear mama dear mama thank you that's i rest my case boom that's i it. just don't understand <laughs> I, I don't i don't understand how introspection and like going deeper could be considered boring like do y'all just not want to know anything about the people that y'all listening to y'all just want to hear about the lifestyle that like none of us are living the cars and women in clubs and money and shit that's what gets y'all going like do y'all i just don't i don't understand that because that's just not what i gravitate to but maybe it's true maybe like his market because i hear a lot it's a lot of mixed stuff like there's people being like, oh, yeah, this album is ass. And other people being like, oh, this is so fire. Like, nah, nah, nah. Ooh, so, the, the kids? No, I saw very a polarizing. couple. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I want to say, I feel like albums, even if you were an artist that was just like a club artist or whatever, you're just flexing all the time. I feel like there was a lot of times where you would still have two or three album cuts where, like, we really understood you as an artist. Great example would be Many Men with 50 Cent. Like, that's one of his biggest songs now because it's one of 50's most introspective tracks. And you really learn about, you know, what happened to him before his fame and, like, all the getting shot and, like, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, that's, like, the crowd favorite now that the album has aged. And it's like, I feel like albums used to be that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, there used to be at least one or two songs that really allowed you to connect with the artist. Like... And it seems like, especially with hip hop nowadays, I feel like it's not, we're not really getting that ever since playlist albums became a thing, which Drake is like the king and like the pioneer of is just like a playlist album. And what I mean by that is simply just putting out as much songs as possible that have a ton of replay value that can get on every single playlist or people would want to add to their playlist. And so he just gets a shit ton of streams. I feel like he started that actually with more life because. Even in the marketing of More Life, he never called it an album. He never called it a mixtape. I'm pretty sure if you look up articles, he actually did call it like a musical playlist. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, and ever since then, that's the formula that his albums have followed. This probably just is a person, and we should just like accept. This is not a person who has a ton of depth. He just wants to have a lot of sex. He just wants to, <laughs> he wants to be super fa- like as famous and as rich as he possibly can. I think we just have to like be okay with that ultimately. Like I think that I'm on the less critical. So I, I don't like the album personally, but I'm not like super critical about the whole thing just because I'm kind of just accepting this is Drake. This well, is yeah, that's Drake. what he gives you. This yeah. is who he is. What he gives me and his whole like response to Button. I feel like was so it was so emotional. He we've, was in his we've, bag. We've all been, we've all been at some point. All of us have been faced with like the truth and responded emotionally. And that's like clearly uh, what he did. And he also because he was so emotional, he lied. Like Budden's last album was number one on the hip hop Billboard charts. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was. Uh, and Budden and uh, Rage in the Machine and. So Button Button didn't retire because he had to retire. He didn't like step out of music because he had to step out of music. Everything was slaughterhouse. Like there was a huge demand for it. Uh, he just made a choice, and it was controversial because he didn't have to make that choice. Also, like this is like this is maybe like a, a hot take. Drake is a pop star to me. And yeah, we've talk, and we've talked about like you've had the conversation, Bobby, like where you wish hip hop would be more in the pop space yeah. as far as like its acceptance internationally. Button is a rapper. And if you watch like Button's like yeah, he's funk, a lyricist. Funk, the Funk Flex or the 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 Shady Cyphers, whatever you want, like whatever. If you haven't seen 
Button's uh, freestyles, I highly recommend. Button would wrap circles around Drake, in my opinion. As far as like a freestyle, from a technical, especially, yeah, yeah. especially on a technical standpoint. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think for Drake to like be so personal in his response to Button, I just think is so out of left field. That was the second response for me. I'm gonna read it because it made me laugh. Oh, I just want one, one said- more comment. One more comment. I just gotta say when you're talking about all he wants is you know fame money sex all that kind of stuff his response pretty much said that too because joe budden had this great critique and then he's just like i'm richer than you shut up yeah yeah, my private (laughs) plane my private plane right yeah that's all he said i thank god for this life not having to come to rush conclusions on best buy podcast mics (laughs) hey dog he really got under his skin because his response wasn't and I'm listen, and I'm no Joe, Joe Budden fan, but like his his entire response to him, I felt like was very reasonable and like respectful and had nuance to it. Cause like Bobby said, he ain't say nothing negative for real. He was just like, bro, I want you to be a little more grown. Like I want you to just like see some some evolution in your music, you know, and like. Are you having evolution in your life? Like basically, like really, yeah. but that's a yeah. real question. That's a real honest Maybe question. Not. Maybe he's not. And clearly he's not because if he was, this wouldn't have been the response. He wouldn't have been this emotional and upset also, about the critique. Coming up, I, I was I fucking hate Joe Rogan. Like passionately. Like I, I want to go one, I want to square up one on one. But <laughs> And I'd probably lose. I'll admit that dude's like in great shape, but like, I'd be so down if he was ever down him and Adam Ross, like one of the two, I, I just want to have a one V one with, but as far as Joe Rogan goes, I like will slander him all day long and his impact and like the negative impact I feel like he has on society and especially men. But at the same time, I admit that Joe Rogan is the biggest podcaster in the world. Like his influence is undeniable. And Drake, when he makes like a best buy comment is completely 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 misguided because he's not taking into account that joe budden might be the biggest influence in the hip-hop space from a podcaster point of view oh he is for sure so like absolutely best the best by comment is just kind of whack to me once again it's he's another hating. it's another classist thing too another it another is very classist response. It is classist <laughs> as hell. like sir you t- first of all Money don't mean you talented. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of money being so a shield and a safeguard people run to hide behind when they feel like they're being dragged and rightfully so. If somebody critiques your art, which they're allowed to do so, you can either take it in stride and and maybe see where they're coming from. You could dismiss it completely, but to then go and make it seem like it's invalid because you have money is is just weird as fuck to me. And yeah. I think it's a cop-out. And I think it makes you look really weak. Because it's like, if you can't... Listen, I'm straight up. Whatever you see from me is what you get. That's the same way. So, like, if somebody said this to me, I would be like, okay. Like, you're, enti- you're entitled mm-hmm. to feel however you feel. And if it struck a chord with me and I felt like there was some truth to it, like I said, I'm real. I'd be like, okay, man, maybe I see where you're coming from from this standpoint. I Maybe I'll work on that. But, like, this is what I was feeling right now. It is what it is. But for him to be so adamant, you're wrong. You're, you're, you're rushing. You came to conclusions. The album just came out. You didn't even sit with it. You're, you're mad over there on your Best Buy mics. And like, 
it's just really like clearly he struck a nerve. Hit dogs always gonna holler, and he hollered twice. <laughs> Listen, okay. some albums you don't have to sit with. Like there's nothing Come on. to sit with. There's nothing to sit with. Like sometimes a song, like an album, will grow on you sonically, which I feel like Drake albums usually do for me. Like sonically, later on, I'll be like, oh, I actually do like this. But like lyrically, I'm never like I never re revisit a Drake project, and I'm like, oh, like this song's really about this. Like I never gathered that before. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> That's never there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That, so that, that, that double was crazy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, so so his his score on Metacritic seems apropos to me. I don't I agree with I agree with all everybody said as far as it's the lowest one of the decade? It's the it? second lowest. Second I don't agree lowest. with that. It's only it's only what three years though. I don't agree with that at all. That's crazy. That's the <laughs> second lowest rated hip hop album of the decade. Nah. I can't speak to it because I don't listen to that much like hip hop nah. and rap, so I can't really. All I know is that when know I was many sitting, bad rappers there are. There's just no, no, no I, possible yeah. way. But also, <laughs> this is what comes with all of your success and prestige, Drake. Is the space that you occupy, and you're so high up on the totem pole. If you drop some nest ass, you're gonna get dragged for it. So how about we focus on that? That's true. I also <laughs> think. I think with drake too it's this level there's this weird thing when it comes to his the whole adult thing like this is this okay because people were like oh no one ever tells future to grow up or whatever why can't drake just make whatever he wants to make the weird thing with drake is he came it like he's one of the pioneers of talking about your feelings and what's going on <laughs> like in the hip-hop space that's what he got famous for yes he is and so this kind of regression or staying the same, if you will, because I think the the feelings he was feeling is like a 20 something. Right. It, it was kind of like, OK, we get it. Like I, we vibe. Right. But then like with now that he's 37, it's kind of this like we want an evolution of what he's feeling because it's like he got big off of diary rap. Right. Like that's what and he kind of coined it. He kind of made it a thing. So it's this weird thing where there's a regression there. And yeah, I just wish he also used to get dragged for that a little bit. I feel I was, like. oh, he did. Like I was, he definitely. I was say that. In the it wasn't. Space. It wasn't something that I feel like was completely embraced until. No, it wasn't. He, a lot of here's. Oh, I'm sorry. Which is also I don't mean really drag funny because now people want it, which is kind of funny. I get yeah. over here all the time and I drag <laughs> men like y'all aren't men. So when I talk about men, just to oh, ignore it, I'm not I talking don't, about I don't you. Feel any okay, kind of way about it. But <laughs> men like Drake because women like Drake. I'm sorry. He Wait, got it. His emo I said a lot of men like uh, Drake because women. women like Drake. They started embracing all of his emotion and stuff because that's what got his his woman audience was him being all sweeted in Marvin's room and all this other stuff. Like it was just he was he was presenting himself like he was like not all the other men and nowadays i feel like he's trying to be like all the other men he wants to be hard he wants to be respected he wants to like and it's all of that bravado that i feel like is not him at all i feel like he puts on a caricature every six months or so and now he's dressing like smino and putting clips in his hair and i'm like sir none of this is you you are that emotional man you are you are and listen i there is no weakness in emotion at least not from my standpoint i know a lot of women might feel like that i don't uh i i think men being vulnerable and showing their emotions and showing their growth is a beautiful thing and it should be celebrated and he should embrace all of that 
now I feel like he's trying he that regression you're feeling mm-hmm. is him trying to be like <clears throat> a future in my mind or be like all these other men who just like yeah, yeah bitches and hoes and uh, for all the dog like bro please you're not you just you not know, that you <laughs> can, there's not, like he's not that bro and I hate this cosplay that it's he's crazy like you're just so right about like he okay i don't know if anybody remembers but when drake first came out people thought he was corny as hell yes i was one of them yeah people thought he was corny (laughs) people thought he was a loser and like he was kind of constantly fighting for this validation in the hip-hop community which i don't know if he ever got to be honest with you i don't know if he ever got he got it because of women that's what i'm saying what i'm saying is like because he wanted because i was it on the joe budden podcast yeah yeah they even said like uh because joe made a comment like he wants drake to rap like when he was rapping for other rappers that's what he was good or whatever but someone else the other guy on there commented like he was never accepted when he did that right and this is where i was saying like where because i was texting y'all and i was like i think he's a little underrated in the sense that he's never put on anybody's top lists of anything like when it comes to rap which is why I'm saying like I don't think he's ever really been accepted in the rap space. But there's been there was a clear um old Drake versus new Drake moment. And it was when uh if you're reading this it's too late to come out. He got like in a trap rap on that album. And then like everything after that is so different from like nothing was the same and before that. It's like night and day. It was like a huge switch, which is like um I, I don't like yeah, it's just his whole career has been so interesting to watch because he keeps getting more and more and more and more successful. But then people are always like, I want the old Drake. But then when he was the old Drake, people were kind of calling him corny and this and that. It's listen, very interesting. Listen, listen. I, very listen, interesting. I take back what I said. I take back what I said <laughs> a couple minutes ago because I definitely, I didn't think he was corny. I was just like, because I also watched Degrassi. So I was like, mm-hmm. Aubrey. What you doing? You a rapper now? This is so cute. Like I, it was very that. But I say it all the time. My favorite Drake song is "Houston, Atlanta, Vegas." I love. So far gone. Listen, man. Like I, he was. I don't know because listen, don't shoot me because I don't know. Uh, but as far as like melodic rappers, he was one of the first that I like really tapped into tapped into because he was mm-hmm. singing and rapping and it was just a different vibe and and I feel like he. He cultivated a space of his own in in a lot of different respects. Yep. But it didn't get him where he wanted to be. So he just started. I I watched the metamorphosis, okay? Not super closely like these last three years. Scorpion had me dead. I was like, this is too long. I'm not doing this. But I always had like a sound and idea of what I thought Drake would give. And it's just not... He's. It feels like he's trying to be other people, and it's felt like that for a while to me. Anyway, I consider myself to be like a casual Drake fan. My favorite Drake album probably was uh, nothing was the same. It was that the name of the album? The one where his head's in the clouds. Yes, that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was my favorite Drake album. Uh, and now there is no growth. There is no forward movement because he's trying. He's trying to stay in this little pocket of success. And, and high visibility and being the voice of the youth and all that. I'm like, bro, listen, aging is okay. Yeah. <laughs> aging, getting, old, getting older is a beautiful thing, man. It, it, you, you experience new facets of life. You learn and develop as a person. That's all that man was saying. And again, not a Joe Budden fan, but I, his, 
his critique was valid, bro. He was like, can you rap for adults? You're one of those now. <laughs> you're, one, you're one of those adults. Let's just get a little bit more, just a little bit more content, a little more. I just also feel, go ahead, Michael, go ahead. Why no, no, look, because y'all, y'all said Olivia, Beyonce. Y'all That's my point. These, all these artists. Another perfect uh, example, too, is Adele, who literally, yeah. who timestamps her albums. And, and, you know, 19, 21, 25, 30. And each album has such a clear progression of her age. Not that other artists need to do that. But, like, it's such a perfect example. And another point that I want to bring up, too, is that I think that, and there's online discourse about this song. There always has been. Not as much now because the song's super old. But I think Forever is a great example of the lack of respect that he does get because he got washed by every rapper that was featured on that song in his own song. And I feel like a lot of the discourse is that he's not on the level of those rappers and it's it's always been the discourse is that he's not on the level of those rappers you know who that's was on forever again goats kanye eminem oh. and wayne everybody <laughs> ever, and, and he got washed on it i mean i well you know well i mean like, look because <laughs> on the opposite end then you got nikki washing kanye and jay-z monster around the same time so, it, it is it is um that brings you back to the the cold track too. Stop letting yourself getting washed on your own track. He made that track. I'm so sorry. He I made have that to track. defend Drake in this sense. Nobody's out rapping Cole right now. I'm That's sorry. Fair. It's That's not fair. gonna happen. Cole is That's a fair. Cole. Listen, Cole's I special. used to have it. Kendrick, Cole, and Drake. As far as the three headed beast or whatever, J Cole's at the top now. So I'm putting J Cole over Kendrick. Um, Kendrick's still like if you if we're talking about albums, I'm still putting Kendrick at the top. But if you're talking just rapping ability right now, yeah, he's he's yeah, great. J Cole's just on a whole nother level. It's kind of crazy. I can't wait to hear his next album because if we're talking about we want to hear rap, mm -hmm. yeah, facts. This no, man's gonna just and like okay because we're talking about regression. People used to think J Cole was boring. People used to think J Cole was just like this, like whatever artist. Like he, he always got his respect, but it was still just kind of like, uh, he's no Kendrick, he's no Drake. Nah, J Cole. So he had his last album was called The Off Season. So he's a he's a big basketball guy. So in the off season, what it's about is practice, and you come back in the season and you're a better player. He said like he made the off season literally literally just to practice rapping, and he was like, I'm gonna rap like before I got famous, and I just want to get better at the craft. Ever since he made that album, <laughs> like he put in some yeah. practice, and he got better. <laughs> like yeah, he and like he was doing really cool things because when we're talking about. Uh, who you're hanging around. I don't know if you know this, Maya, but Dreamville, his record label, did the coolest thing in the world. So their last collab album, he was like handing out these invitations to all these rappers and he just got like the whole industry like to come to his studio within like a week or two's time. And like they were just pumping out records and it was like this creative boot camp, right? And mm. like after that too, you see this improvement from Cole and it really is like he was bringing rappers like that song that you like the one with um Saba and uh Earth Gang and uh what's it called Sacrifices yeah that was from that studio session and it's like oh, okay yeah he like had you know Jid in there and all these people all these like the best rappers and we got one of the best rap collab albums of all time that's what people say about that album and so it's like yeah, it's really about, you know, because like Lil Yachty was the executive producer of this Drake album. So it's like, what? Yeah, so him, him and Yachty are like, <laughs> they're like best friends, right? Yeah, they're like you best friends what? right now. I saw a 
fucking tweet that said Lil Yachty needs to be commended. He is one of the worst rappers that got all of this, like, all of this acclaim. Why is Lil yeah. Yachty executive producing a Drake album? Him and Drake, like, really hit it off somehow. I don't know, but they're That's like best friends That's interesting to me. Uh, and he's 25 <laughs> as well. He's 25. Um... So oh, children, yeah, just, I guess to wrap up things for me on this topic is just, yes, this is who Drake is. Uh, he's always going to be putting the commercial stuff first. It works for him. He's about to pass Michael Jackson in number ones next week. That's um, sick. Yes, he is. It, like he had the, like I, I showed y'all the billboard, the billboard charts. <laughs> like this man <laughs> has nine of the top 10 billboard songs. He has all 23 tracks from the album. Um, going to be like in the top 30. Uh, I mean, it works for him on a success level. Uh, Again, success is not it, mean it's good. No, for sure. And like that I was can't. another thing. Like it was um, like people are saying like, why would he switch it up? Because it's so successful. Like jo- the Joe Budden critique had nothing to do with. He wasn't like Drake. If you made raps for adults, he'd be even more successful. Like that's not where he was coming from. But yeah, it's just like I, that's what we can expect from yeah, Drake. Better music forward, sometimes you know? comes at a cost. It's like some of the greatest people who make music it, will never be recognized on Billboard. I honestly ever. feel like because Joe Budden was saying this too about how Drake's a golden child and that he could do whatever he wants and it was st- it would still sell. He made that point, and it's like I really do. I don't know if Drake. That's true. Making, I feel like it would still be commercially popping no matter what. Drake how did was. honestly never mind do? You know, because that was like a blip. really good. It, I mean, okay. it still it still sold over two hundred thousand copies the first week. <laughs> so like he, like that's it. true. He could yeah. he could do better. I'm sorry. Yeah. He could he that's could do better. Thought. He could do more, and it would be equally as successful. Um, because he's Drake and has all of this clout and all of these things. I just I just want him to stop talking about women. I'm over it. Stop talking about women on your project, yeah. sir. Also, it, stop it, having like such corny lines lately. Like you never, he never really had such corny lines. Let him know. Like, let him know. It's true though. Like he, he was never like a rapper where it was like, oh, bro, like this line. Like what are you doing? But then lately, <laughs> he's had so many lines where you like side eyeing him, like the, the like the re, American the, slavery 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 line, the um, the, uh, that, the byline, right? Yeah, the byline, the BBL line. The um the Millie like, Bobby and then the Billie Eilish line being on the same song is madness. Gross. <laughs> oh yeah, stop talking. Stop talking to teenagers as well. Like it's not cute. None of it is cute or funny or cheeky, Aubrey. Like it's not at all. It was I don't, a combo. It was the combo of both being on the same song. That's just and like Billie someone should have caught that. Expressly talked about how she doesn't like to yeah. be sexualized. That is why she wore them big baggy ass t shirts for many years. Um, obviously, crazy. she's older now. There's a but lot like, of leave older, it alone. Like a lot of older, big breasted woman that you could have referenced if you want. Like for real. Like yeah. why? She was, she's expressly talked about not liking shit like that. And then the Millie Bobby, sir. I'm sorry. And I said this in the text. I don't care. He's weird. I think Drake is weird. He's a weird individual. And if you disagree, you're you're more than welcome to. But based on everything that I've seen about that man, that man brought a girl up on stage and asked how old she was and found out she was a minor and still proceeded to be weird in front of a crowd of people. He's been texting teenagers, Millie Bobby, since she brought that shit back up. Texting Billie Eilish when she was under the age of twenty and like all. Oh, listen, he's weird. 
And I don't like his energy, especially when he talks about women. So I'm a neat, sir, do your thing, whatever. Just stop talking. Don't speak on Rihanna. Don't speak on women who are extremely talented. Esperant, don't speak on women, sir. Relax. His Bobby Altoff interview, he's like, Thotty Bobby, Thotty Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) She's just got weird energy to him. I completely agree. it's it's, It's enough already. Like, for real, it is. Um, make your music, have a good time, but relax with with the way that you talk about women. And that that's really what irked me. I was like, bruh, Rihanna has kids. Y'all all got kids. I just don't understand why you would feel the need to get on a track and be like, oh no, yeah, the sex was mid. Anyway, you're lying because Rihanna said it herself. Sex with me so amazing. Like, you're not going to change the narrative. You could never. You wasn't even in there for real. I like. I saw a tweet that was pretty interesting about that. They were saying that um, Drake, even from the beginning, was kind of always talking like in a petty way about women and everything. But now it's different because the women he's talking about are like known. They're like famous, too. How you gonna report on all your L's, bro? You lost SZA, you ain't get Rihanna, you ain't all Serena Williams. It's just so many women that know you're a dork. (laughs) (laughs) So many! And you just willingly getting on tracks and talking about them. Like, we're not gonna be like, bro, but they're. But Rihanna is Rihanna. So, like, what are we even talking about? Like, you just look real, real lame. It's just he looked lame to me, bro. And I know I'm gonna get dragged for saying all this, but I don't care because the nigga's I don't, weird. I don't think you will. He's <laughs> weird, bro. And like I said, you're more than welcome to disagree. Have at it, but I he irritates me. And I'm just like, sir, just go be in your bubble over there. So take take your time, work on you, all your stomach issues. I hope I hope all of that works out for you. I hope the, the children said you about to go back and lay on that table and fix the lipo and things. <laughs> I wasn't going to say any of that, but if that's the case, then I wish you a safe recovery and all those things. But just stop talking about women. That's it. I, that's I say, all. I want to say the funny thing about the whole lipo thing with Drake is that I was, <laughs> that I was, no, it, it's funnier to me just because, like, the whole reason people even know about that was because of Kanye, which I just thought was really funny. Wait, because, what, what? Why? Why didn't know that? Because, like, it was, like, during their beef and everything, and Kanye was like, yeah, Drake got lipo, I know, because that's where I got recommended or something like that. Kanye got lipo, too? See, yeah, I'm Kanye got lipo, too. Yeah. And then he said, we have the same doctor. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was funny, man. You can't be Yo, telling I, Kanye shit, man. No, I did real. not know that. He's telling Kanye nothing. Kanye's going to come out with it. <laughs> he said oh we got God. the same doctor. It'd be really cool to have a song for real where it was like, damn, I lost all these women. What I'm going to do? I'm 37 in a crib by myself. Y'all no, he turned. Like, no, on. he turned. I'm <laughs> 37 in the crib by myself. <laughs> come on. I would love that. I would no, love he's to turning hear that. it outwards though. He's because he's mad, so he's shot. He's firing back. It's like eleven-year-old beef, my guy. Like, mm-mm. 
some of those loves stay with you forever, but it's like, let's have some introspection. I'd be it, sad you know if I saying? lost Rihanna too. It's understandable. <laughs> but you know, like, we know you lost her. We know things didn't work out the way that you wanted it to. I want to see <laughs> somebody was like, Rocky ain't got to say nothing. He got Rihanna, exactly. but he's a rapper too. And I would just love it. Listen, nah, I want everybody know. beefing to get back in the booth. That's all I like. I don't care. To see I would love I don't that. Care to I would love to hear a track. Just like, I, bro. I am tired. Of the Twitter fingers all around the play. I, I can't get in the it. booth. Just rap. Just, Just please. Rap. Please. Also, that makes good art. Like, I y'all know the song too much, right? Off of nothing was the same. Nothing about Sanford. it too much. That's like one of my favorite Drake songs of all time. I want Me something too. else like yeah. that. I just want something else like that. But yeah, I, I got, I, I'm, I have nothing left to say about Drizzy Drake. Drizzy Drake Rogers. <laughs> Except I found out in an interview why Lil Wayne called him Drizzy Drake Rogers. Like Drake explained it. I thought it was hilarious. So his email was Drizzy Drake at Rogers.com. And Wayne just thought his name was Drizzy Drake Rogers. I thought <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. But uh yeah, it is what it is, you know. I guess the 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 way to sum it up is just when it comes to Drake's career, just nothing was the same. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. I want to segue into Scissor real quick. Okay. The Scissor was on Drake's album. Yeah. Um, but a clip was going around Twitter and it irritated me. So I retweeted it and said, hey, leave Solana alone. Um, it was a clip of her jumping around and dancing and such. I do not like the double standard when it comes to male and female performers. Men get on stage and do fuck all nine times out of ten. They walk around, they hold their balls, they rap on a track. There's not a whole lot of stage performance or story to be had. Women get on stage and they are expected to do choreo. They're expected to capture audience and look good and be in a cute outfit and have their hair a particular way. It's odd. The scrutiny is insane. So for y'all to get online at all and talk about Solana or any other woman on stage for that matter, and y'all don't do the same for these men, shut your mouths. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. I'm really tired. I'm really over it because the standards, y'all just don't have the same across the board. And here's the thing. Stage performance is different for everybody. If I feel like you could be standing, again, Adele has never hit choreo a day in her life, but her performances are always A1 and memorable because she's a vocalist and she's performing. There's different aspects, different ways to perform. Women are the only ones who are expected to perform at a high, 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 high level. These men can get on stage and do anything. And it's just, there's no backlash. There's no talking about what they bring to the table as far as artistry is concerned. Drake was jumping around on the stage with J. Cole the other day to their new little song. And y'all wasn't saying shit about that. Y'all wasn't mm-hmm. saying shit about that. Yeah, I saw that. Where was similar. their choreo? They ain't hitting no two-step. Very similar visually. But they're the go. Oh, the go. Like, stop. I'm re- I'm really over that entire conversation when it comes to women and performing. Because women are the only ones performing. Except for a very, very small group of men. Shout out to like Usher. Shout out to Josh Levi. Shout out to these men who hit the stage. Shout out to y'all. But the vast majority are not. So never speak on women. Ever. They also isolated that clip. Like that. Clip I was, was so pissed. I was like, that wasn't even her verse. She was jumping around That's to not. Travis Scott's verse in Love Galore. Like, no. shut up. Con- it's not her concert experience. Shut 
up. It, this is going back to like control. I just heard now that this doesn't have anything to do with the double standard thing though. But like, are SZA concerts good? I'm just curious. Are they good? From the clips that I've seen, yeah. Cause okay, even I, I older just, I feel SZA like concerts been complaining like, about SZA concerts like since she came out. Which I don't know if that has to do with the double standard or not, but I just, no, I everybody like has their you know evolution as far as like vocals and live stage performance yeah. and stuff. And she's gotten a lot of a lot better over time. But what SZA has always had is energy. Mama used gotcha. to do gymnastics, all type of stuff. She'd be hijack kicking all over the goddamn place. Like the energy at her shows has always been there. So I don't understand like that critique. If you want to talk about vocally and different things, she's grown a lot. But like no. this tour that she's on right now, obviously is the the biggest one that she's done thus far For but sure. she has dancers in different sets and like a cute little boat where she's like hovering over I the crowd the and like singing the boat like cute <laughs> shit just cute yeah. but she has choreo all throughout that show so it just really irritated me somebody's grabbing that one little clip or her just having a good time bro yeah, you just can tell they just wanted people to hate on her yeah and yeah. i'm like let's not do that let's not because y'all don't want us to point out listen a lot of y'all faves and i <sighs> I've been doing my best when I get into squabbles or see things I don't like on Twitter. I do my best not to go to those people's profiles and see who they like and things. But I could have dragged that girl through the sediment, and I chose not to. Because um, I just don't. I'm like, girl, you like, who is this? I, what are we talking about? I'm lost. No, this girl. The girl uh-huh. who tweeted that. Uh, okay, I went okay. through her likes just to see, you know, who else uh-huh. she liked and stuff. And I was like, no room to speak. Be quiet. Gotcha. gotcha. Be quiet. Yeah, I heard like even because you, you are talking about the double standard. I just want to say because uh, we had brought it up and I was defending Drake because I said I went to his show in 2018 and it was amazing or whatever. But I have seen so many people say this the show this year is like so bad. <laughs> and like it's just really it's a really bad show. Supposedly he's like also doing these weird arrangements where he's like singing some of his rapping songs and like all this kind of stuff. And people are like trying to like rap along, but no one knows what he's doing and like it's awkward. And yeah, lots so. of lights and the big stage and smoke and projections and things. And he's staying on stage eating a damn uncrustable. Yeah, like la- the last <laughs> one I went to was do- he had like dancers. He like brought out um like a basketball hoop and brought someone up from stage. And if they made it, they like got like money and stuff. Like it was like a whole. It was real. It was dope. I liked that's, it a lot. That sounds sick. But yeah, supposedly he's just kind of like jumping around a square this year and just. I'm sorry, this comes with ego to me, because yeah. in my mind, I'm like, oh, you just think you real hot shit. All you got to do is get on stage and people will lose it. People paid thousands of dollars to stand front row and watch you eat an Uncrustable. And they did, though. <laughs> That's beyond me. <laughs> That's beyond me. I'm sorry, it's beyond me. I would be pissed out of my mind if I paid money to go see that man stand around and eat a sandwich. I would lose my shit. <laughs> I would lose my natural mind. It's the same way they're still streaming his music, even though we don't collectively like the album. It's still getting streamed through the roof. Oh Just yeah, like, it's about to do like four hundred thousand. Uh, it's like they're showing up to the shows. Undefeated. He's, he's winning. He's winning. Ultimately, he is yeah, winning. it's he, true. Yeah, whatever winning is, you have the money and the acclaim and the visibility. All now, of, this yeah. is what I was saying. Like with with Drake and Taylor Swift. Like, um, I don't understand. Whoa, the, the success. No, 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 no. Because I'm not talking about. Look, look, I'm not talking about talent or nothing. Wait, 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 wait. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. Here we 
was ready to go. You'll agree. I'm sure you'll agree with what I got to say. Okay. So with Drake and Taylor Swift, respectively, because like in Drake and hip hop and in Taylor Swift and pop, it's like no matter what they do, just through the roof. Like it, like and like the numbers make no sense. Like for Drake to throw out this album, and like it, like it's just gonna sell. Okay, like Travis and Utopia was like the most hype album of the year, um, and like it ended up doing like two hundred and fifty thousand in streaming sales. The rest of it was like all his bundles and stuff. Drake's doing four. He'll, he'll probably hit four fifty off of streaming sales, and he doesn't have physicals or like anything like that. So mm-hmm. like that's. Cr- like that's that that does that doesn't make any sense. And then like he with has Taylor a lot of Swift, support behind the, him. Yeah. That that pre-sale that came out with the movie it did a hundred million. Like it's fans. It's just it's fans. I, it's people who support them and love them no matter what they do. They're you both know? just like anomalies to me commercially, like numbers wise. Like it's just I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't understand like how you're so far ahead of like. Your your peer. I could get into space. it, but I'm not going to. It's relatability in a bunch of different levels. I don't. <laughs> Are you talking about Taylor specifically? Or you talking about Drake? Both. Um. They they hit different markets, but it's all it's just very big markets that they both hit. I mean, we we had the Taylor discussion already. I don't. I don't yeah, we don't have to get into re- it. It's re- just yeah. Drake hits a very specific yeah. sector of men that I'm not going to discuss. But continue. <laughs> Drake makes a lot of people feel seen, you feel me? The only reason why it dumbfounds me is just like anytime there's somebody, because it's like the same thing with Adele with 25. Like anytime there's something that's just so like astronomically out there is like an anomaly. I'm always like, how did that anomaly end up occurring? You know what I'm saying? That was just great. Allie Brooke of Fifth Harmony was on the Zach Sang show. And this is perfect because we just talked about Taylor and obviously Taylor is someone that's like retaking her masters back by re-recording. And we talked about this before, so we know all of this. But Ali Brooke was on the Zach Sang show and talked about how Fifth Harmony makes zero money, zero, 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 big fat zero off of their music and their streams because they don't own the masters. And I think that there's like a bigger conversation to have, I feel like, about this. And uh, shout out to our Patreon, by the way, where we had a whole a whole episode about this kind of where we each ran a record label and we accept Bobby a lot of artists to have their masters. So if you want to check, <laughs> if you want to check that out, the links down below. And that's a really fun video that we did a couple weeks ago. But is this kind of a surge lately in artists selling their masters? Justin Bieber sold his masters for $200 million. Did he really? He sold his yeah. whole ma- his whole catalog. He no longer owns $200 million. Wow. Yeah. Katy Perry sold her music catalog, her masters, for $225 million. Lady Gaga is allegedly, I don't know if this is a reliable source, but allegedly oh. in negotiation to sell her masters. Wayne um, sold his masters. Wayne sold his masters. Bruce Springsteen has sold his masters. Justin Timberlake has sold his masters. John Legend has sold his masters. So, And then meanwhile, you have Taylor Swift, who is doing everything she can to get her masters back. So, like... It's. I guess it just depends on if you want to take a huge upfront cash payment versus do you want to play the long game. This is yeah. why I love the age we're in now with like seeing independent artists thrives and um, independent artists thrive and more transparency as far as like the record labels go because of everything that's going on. Um, but I was wondering, yeah, I was wondering what you guys think about all that. Like, it, say, say you were in the position, do you think that you would end up selling your masters like a Justin Bieber for like a two hundred million dollar payment potentially, or would you rather just rely on those like royalties over time 
So once I sell them, they gone, and I can't make money off of that stuff. No, nah, that's never. You don't make a dollar, but you could get like whatever you negotiate to get upfront. It makes us. It makes sense for a lot of artists that were big that have a huge catalog yeah. that aren't necessarily too popping right now to sell it. Like Nelly sold his too, and it makes a lot more sense because you're not really getting paid off of streams anymore. So having different investment opportunities, like taking that ton like a lot of that money and then just investing it in other stuff is a better money play um and like because i was wondering i was like why are all these people selling the masters and then mm -hmm. i don't know if i like saw a tweet or just thought of it myself i can't remember but like yeah like having that upfront money just makes a lot more sense for a lot of artists that don't like you know if you're taylor swift and you're you're like the most stream artist like it's going crazy like of course keep your masters or like make the stuff to get your masters back but yeah, if you like have these old records that are getting, you know, 10,000 streams here and there, it's like you may as well just make your money off of it. So yeah, I don't know. I was wondering, I was like, how much does streaming have to do with that? A lot. How much, how much money do they make off a of stream? Because I'm surprised Bieber sold it. I was like, I feel like Bieber Yeah, that Bieber's kind of weird. I feel like with Bieber, it makes sense. It depends on how you look at it, obviously, because it is weird. Like, think about Sorry and... Boyfriend. Yeah, he gets a lot of streams. Like he probably is always gonna make money off of that, and it's not the only place you make money too. Like when your music's used in film, when someone covers your music, there's so many different ways to make money that you completely give up when you sell your masters. That's um, crazy to me. With, with Bieber, it almost like you get 200 million in his pocket. He's got 200 million dollars now, and he can. He's young. He can make more music, and he owns the masters to his future music. So mm -hmm. if somebody could take one of his sense. old tracks like baby or something else and put it in a movie or put it in a, a, yeah. a, a worldwide commercial campaign or something he won't see none of that money or he just I mean, he got to 200 make, million he got 200 million that's that's the, and he yeah. can just make like, new music and get that new music popping off if, he, if it does well i know wayne even sold his ownership of his masters for like even all of his collabs like his young money collabs and stuff damn like percentage that how he much did he make and sold all that um damn i don't remember you know you know who got the you know how much bruce springsteen got hmm 500 million that sounds right Jeez. i know michael jackson I, I think his family just sold million. a third of his catalog did i read that right for like it was like almost a billion dollars i believe that mm, mm. and it was a third of his catalog <laughs> I believe that. i'm pretty hold on i want to see that but y'all can keep going I, i'm just gonna look this up real quick I just don't. I, I've always wondered because I know that they don't make a significant amount of money from streaming. Yeah. How much, how much, how many streams do they have to make in order to get like, let's say like a thousand dollars or some shit? Uh, I, I feel like you're talking like a hundred thousand plus streams at that point. For a thousand dollars? I feel like, it, yeah. I mean, we could do the math. We could look it up and see how much the, the places uh, pay you per stream. It's different for like. Damn, not them making as much as YouTubers. Shit. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. We ain't that far off. Hey, y'all yeah. getting paid the same as us. <laughs> do you have uh, bigger thoughts on the on the Fifth Harmony situation or not really? Because I know you were a fan. I, oh, I was in the trenches. Yeah, I was uh, harmonizer days. That was. Damn, that was a time. My yeah. God. It's just very, it's just really unfair. Yeah. I just, what kind of deal do you have? Because I know there are some artists who, how do you own your masters from Jump? Because Ice Spice owns her masters. Which is crazy. No, basically nobody owns their masters, first of all. Like there's only like a handful of artists that, that own their masters. So like yeah. with Ice Spice owning hers up front and her getting traction and all that, that's like so What does crazy. that entail? I'm like, how do you lose 
How do you because, lose ownership so of your music? It's your music. The, the masters are basically the leverage that the label had. Like that's how the label makes their money. So like essentially you're trading your creative, like intellectual property for the advances they give you. That's basically what you're doing. So uh, that's why like nobody mm. has their masters. Like and Justin, I, Bieber, Justin Bieber, for example, he sold 100% of his what he owns yeah he like what he owned he doesn't own 100 percent of his masters no none of these artists do yeah i think like there's only oh, a wow. few that have bought them like i think jay-z bought his masters back and i think i don't know like it's it's not that many people like i'm so sure if, if you're you independent it, is ice pie signed i feel like she is now if you're independent it's all you yeah yeah. Well, she was if she if you're independent, how does your masters go then? Because I ain't got no label. So, so like, the, yeah, yeah, no. If you're independent, you own your masters. But you own yeah, Ice Spice signed to somebody, but she had so much leverage that she was able to keep them. But that like that's still so crazy, like <laughs> that she was still able to keep it. You just don't see that. Like you don't you don't see that at all. I couldn't tell you another person that like owns their masters from like the beginning of their career. It like just doesn't happen. I know like Nikki and like this was crazy. It has nothing to do with masters. So you got like your masters and then you have your like publishing side. It's like two different things. And like when Nikki signed to Young Money, she was able to keep her publishing completely hers, which was crazy. At the, I, I was going to say at the time, that's still crazy now to be able mm. to even own your publishing from your debut album. Like that's crazy. Like that doesn't happen. Um, mm. So yeah, it's really all about nowadays um, building up demand first. So you have more bargaining power when you get to that the table with the label. Um, but even then, like you could get a good deal, but that deal always usually entails like them taking some of your masters, like yeah. some percentage of it. And for yeah, any, any aspiring artist, just watch what you sign and independent you can survive independently, depending on if you wanna you have tour aspirations and all that. Uh just be careful with what you're signing for. Also, I wanna say when we're talking about masters, like big picture Bobby. We in here. Big, big picture Bobby. <laughs> so something that I don't remember where I saw this. It was an artist that said it, but I can't remember who. But they made a great point. So essentially a label is a bank. That's essentially what a label is. Um, you make this deal with your music and then they give you your advance. That advance is an advance. There's like, you have to pay it back. Like you have to give that money back. It's not a check. <laughs> you know say You got to pay it back to the label. But what's crazy is this person's like, Okay, so I could go to a label and they can offer me a deal and I could get in all this debt because that's essentially what it is. They give you a gigantic piece of debt. That's essentially what it is. But they're like, how come as an independent artist, I can't go to the bank and get like a $500,000? Unless you got like, <laughs> unless, you're, unless you have like, amazing credit, obviously. Yeah, yeah but it's like, it's it, it, the yeah. big picture here is why are these labels allowed to exploit? so many like let's be like in the hip-hop community it's a bunch of black people why are they allowed to exploit so many people um because a lot of these deals are predatory right and so it's like why is that even able to happen because i like can't even go to the bank and get that to happen so like why are we allowing these labels exist. to do it? yeah 360 deals are crazy like it's That's so predatory insane. it's so predatory like and people are always like uh kind of like michael just said like be careful what you sign all this kind of stuff i think there's some of some of these things that they're allowed to do should even be allowed, allowed. to be in a contract yeah. to be just from a bad like it's bad business practices it's like predatory and so i feel like some of it should get outlawed like yeah like that 360 deal is crazy um and then the music industry artists need to unionize i'm sorry I'm why is there there's no hr department there's no 
type of real protection for like, artists in the music industry on any level, on it's any crazy. level. No regulation, Nothing. no rules for real. They just what making is- up whatever and just going with it. That needs to change. I'm serious. Like all hey. these other industries going on strike. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. saying what their demands, what they want, the the power that these labels have been able to wield for it's decades, crazy. needs it just needs to change. It needs to change. Artists should not be starving, bro, when they have millions and millions of streams. Um, mm-hmm. and 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 it's from the standpoint of obviously to the general public, like regular people, like oh, you make music or you're an artist, like you got money. These artists are just as broke as you, baby, just in public. <laughs> I mean, they're for the world to artists. see and renting a lot of their things in order to keep up the appearance that they have money because mm-hmm. that's what you know keeps know. them relevant in different things. But please do not be fooled; like they don't have money. Yeah, <laughs> artists as a whole are way more broke now than they've ever been before. For Absolutely. real, unless Absolutely. you're at the, unless you're like at the top. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the top. It's, it's yeah. like it's that's like, like a small. That's a small. Point. Maybe that's why Drake prioritizing money so because yeah. <laughs> he one of only people making fucking money. Congratulations, sir. I was wondering. I remember. I and if anyone ever watches this podcast and can give me this number, I was just curious. Like off of streams alone, if someone knows how many artists, like an exact number of artists, are actually making a living off of streams like i want someone to give me that number like how many actual artists are making a living off of streams you have to be independent i want to know really well yeah because like it's so for people that don't know that watch this podcast i just because i feel like the knowledge we have a lot of people may not have so i just want to break this down really quick so spotify gives a fraction of a penny per stream <laughs> like a fraction, a fraction of a fraction of a, of a fraction of a penny crazy. so streaming <laughs> like even if you're uh really big uh even if you get like a billion streams on something you're making money but at the same time then you got to go split that with your manager your lawyers your label all that kind of stuff so it's like you're it's you need to make a crazy amount of money just to make some money off streaming and then also when we were talking about 360 deals what a 360 deal is i sign to you but you own my image essentially so anything i do you make money off of if i go do a sponsorship with starbucks you're getting a cut if i go uh do this gig you're getting a cut if i make this song you're getting a cut so it's literally 360 it's like everything i do that i make money on you also get a cut and so <laughs> Yeah, like a lot of these things, it's just predatory, man. Like, and then they always go to the kids that you know are down and out that really can't turn down the advance because they got to eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They need some money to yeah, be facts. able to eat. That happened to Dominic Fike. I don't know if y'all know about yeah. Dominic Fike. It is not just a check you're getting, it is a, it's a debt. So if you are in the studio, the label will, you know, they'll hook you up with the producer, but you're paying for it. You're paying for the studio time. Mm-hmm. All that comes out of your advance. If you go tour, all the expenses for a tour, that's coming out of your advance. So what happens to a lot of artists is they'll get their advance, they'll make their album, they'll go on tour, and they will owe the label more money. Like, they will not make any type of profit. They will just stay in debt. It's just a bank. So, it's yeah, bank. it's okay. crazy. It's just Now you famous and broke. Yeah. I'd rather be broke and not known. So I'm Will sorry. Smith <laughs> talked about Will Smith talked about that in his book. So he said after his first two albums, he was like super rich, but he blew all his money. And he said everybody knew who I was, but he's like I was riding the bus. <laughs> he was like, 
Everyone's like, yo, it's Will, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, nobody knew I was like dead, bro. I had nothing. And I was like riding the bus. He's like, it's really weird to be famous and poor at the same time. Because mm. like, the two crazy. don't equate. They're like, oh, they you have don't. to be rich. Everybody knows who you are. You have to have money. Yeah. No. This man <laughs> like didn't pay a... none of his taxes. <laughs> oh my God. That's messy. You know, it's crazy. Like when you read Will Smith's book, you're like, <sighs> his life is nothing like the image that he put out there. It's crazy. It's so opposite. Like, I mean, he's from Philly. You know what I'm saying? And he was like Come in the on. rap scene and like. You know, he got like into it with so he got like involved with some bad people and like all this kind of stuff. Like it's so opposite of what you think of Will Smith. It was a great read if y'all want to read have, it. it was I really have good. so much love and respect for artists, man. That's why, and that, and I feel like that's one of the reasons why all the Drake stuff pissed me off so bad. Because I'm like, sir, just because you got money, don't mean it means nothing. Like congratulations, but like there's so many incredible artists, so many people grinding at this Facts. very moment. On a craft who love it because they love the art of it and 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 just want to do it for the rest of their lives. I think I think that deserves to be um yeah. honored and respected. And and these labels just need to be checked for real. Like it's time. The and fact got- that them girls aren't making any money, and you look at Fifth Harmony's number, they still I listen, listen. We be listening to them, even though the group is just bandaged. You feel me? Like we go back, you listen, you reminisce and things. There's no reason why people shouldn't be making money off their art, man. Where is the money going to? Billy Bob up in his high rise, That's and it. I'm tired of Billy Bob That's and it. his teams and the many avenues in which they are robbing artists blind. Okay, so <laughs> the other day, Doja Cat posted a picture of herself on Instagram um, wearing a shirt with a man by the name of Sam Hyde on it. Those of you guys who don't know, uh, Sam Hyde is one of these horrific internet people uh, who dabbles in and is very involved with (laughs) Nazism and things. He wrote an entire manifesto, many pages of a manifesto about the, uh, basically the extermination of black people. Um, I know that her wearing this shirt, she thought that she was cheeky and cute and funny and oh my god, she's such an edge lord and like she the the furthest corners of the internet you have to be in in order to even know who this man is, let alone have him on a shirt. On a shirt. She rightfully got dragged and people was like, "Girl, why you got a Nazi on your shirt? Like, what's going on with that?" She took it down and then reposted it cropping the shirt out and the caption was just a bunch of little rolling eyes emojis. "Girl, what are you irritated about? What are you irritated about? Listen, cuz I'm so tired of this shit. I don't know what to do because, girl, you're not, it's not quirky. Nobody's laughing. Nobody thinks it's cute but you and maybe them people over on 4chan. But it's not like you, whatever she's trying to do to separate herself, it's working. Keep running your shit into the ground, girl, because that's literally all you're doing. That is all that's taking place. Because why? And and even if you thought it was funny or whatever, you're just giving him publicity. I didn't know who that man was. I had to look it up and be like, who? So many people didn't even know who he was. So now 
you're just bringing light to this person and push pushing him to the forefront. And I know she don't think about shit like that, but girl, you are a public figure now as much as you don't want to be one. Clearly, you are still a public figure. You can't be doing shit like that. And then be having the nerve to get irritated. All them rolling eyes emojis. I was like, girl, what are you upset about? Like, what could you, what could you possibly be irritated about? You couldn't have your cute little fun. You couldn't post a picture of you and a Nazi. You're upset, girl. Please. But where do you get a shirt like that other than the mall? Like, there's no way. I mean, it was custom made, obviously. There's, there's no way she didn't know. She apparently she's a, is being sold online, like an Etsy but again, shop or in something. the far corners of the internet, like they're selling merch with him on it, it's crazy. or something. She's and a she public bought figure. it. She knows she's a public figure, and she's taking advantage. Like, I feel like this was intentional. She and that's what it is. She's doing it on purpose. So I can't grow. Nobody's giving you the benefit of the doubt. Nobody's gonna say that you just. There's no way you could have known that that was not gonna go over well. You rolling your eyes and irritated because people holding you accountable for your actions. You've been doing that since people found out about your man. I don't even. I listen. I wash my hands. I deleted her music out of my library. I'm so sorry, girl, because I live. It ain't got shit to do with her talent. That is the most irritating part because I'm like, girl, you made good music. You've been making good music. Okay, nobody had an issue and a problem. Bobby right here said that you were one of our performers of your generation. Thanks. Talk about your Coachella set to death, girl. Like you had, you had it all. If you ain't want it, clearly, and that's fine. No, listen, fame's got to suck. I don't disagree with any of that. Um, being highly visible has to come with its issues and problems, and all of that is valid and understandable, but you can't take that shit and swing it back and be like, well, forget all of you guys. Here's this Nazi. Yeah. yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> like, what are we, for real, what are we doing? And then... Y'all gonna give Bobby his tens and take back everything that y'all said about what he said about Agora Hills because clearly, I was on it because he That's was right. correct. Boy. He was completely spot on. You washing away the devil and things and coming into this bright white light, okay? Aligning with the whiteness. Are you trying to be an Aryan imagery? princess? It was baby. It was a lot. That's not your lot in life. Okay, it. and I and I, I'm I about really to say did. something real controversial. Give us flowers. Give us flowers. <laughs> no, I got, I, I'm waiting for Maya because I got a ton to say, but I'm gonna let Michael go first too. No, I, I was there. Oh, I, I got more to say about about our other person we want to talk about. Okay, the okay. Doja the Doja thing is just despicable. That's that's all I. The energy that I feel like it took to get the shirt, whether it was off Etsy or whether she went to the mall and said, "Hey, yo, can y'all print this picture for me on this shirt?" <laughs> Like, no matter what way she went about getting the shirt, it's just, like, despicable. And that's all I got to say about Doja. Oh, my God. Maya, did you have anything else you wanted to say? I, yeah, I, mm, I was going to say something controversial. But <laughs> Bro, what? I was, I. Right, I'll just go. I'll go. Go, go no, because I was like, girl, don't say nigga not one more time. So oh, okay. I want you to like for real. I cause you don't mess with them. Okay. <laughs> you don't mess. You try to you try to get away from blackness as much as you can. I'm sorry. I really petition. Stop saying it. <laughs> so hey, I'm clearly joking for the people who don't understand sarcasm. But still. I wanna open up by saying, um, 
if you're interested in going to the Tampa show, two more tickets just became available. Hey, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I got, uh, you know what I'm saying? I got some decent seats that aren't, aren't going to be Steph don't even want to go no more? Your nah. wife said, oh, it's yeah, over no. with. <laughs> yeah. White um, said, sell them tickets. Listen. Tickets are for sale. Do you hear me? So, Damn, I, I wasn't even, I wasn't surprised. Nope. But I was... Just, 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 <laughs> I like, like, there's not words, there's not language just for like this whole alt right thing in the hip hop community going on, right? Whether it's Doja, whether it's Kanye, whether I know Michael wants, I, Sexy Red did her whole Trump thing, which I know that's what he wants to talk about. Oh, brother. that shit was crazy. Oh, it's, brother. It's just lack of information. Holy shit. Exactly. And, and it's just so, I, <sighs> When it comes to Doja, the thing that's so frustrating is like, damn, I, I didn't realize I was going to be spe speechless getting to my part here. <laughs> I feel like, you know, Maya said so much. I, I don't necessarily know what to add to it except just to say like the disappointment. Oh, I know what I know what I wanted to talk about because y'all were like, Bobby, you should talk on this. So there's a there's a um, narrative right on social media about the biracials with the white mom and like all that stuff that go like comes with that it seems like my mom's white um but i think the there's an interesting dynamic when you grow up black but you're also aligned with whiteness it's a very interesting dynamic and it really depends on the family see like with my mom my mom's always been like down for the cause i think i said it like last week too like she's always been very uh, pro-black and doing like there's so many times where I've seen like people talk about like with with a white side of the family it's like they they how like oppressed they were with their family right like how like that person's whiteness harmed them and stuff like that I've never felt that for my family I've never felt it in my adulthood like even when I'm recollecting on things and how I understand race relations more and everything like that I've never felt that from my family at all. If anything, I feel like my mom uses her whiteness to help me out. Great example with that is like when I go to the hospital as an adult, I get treated as a black man in there. And like like nurses, like don't listen to me. I get like the treatment is so different from when I show up to the ER to when my mom gets in the room with me. It is night and day, right? Like I can only imagine if I was growing up and it was my dad that would show up to all my doctor's appointments or my dad that would be at the hospital, like he would come too, but I'm just saying like him by himself. Like, I wonder how different that experience would have been. Cause now that I'm an adult, I'm seeing like when it's just me and my wife in there, it's really like completely night and day. I remember one time, like I was like having a hard time. I was like in a lot of pain for whatever reason. And I'm like, yo, I need this, this, and that. I can't remember what it was, but I knew what I needed because it had happened to me before. And like the nurse would not give it to me. My mom came in the room. Two minutes later, I had it. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's crazy. But anyway, um, I think there's like this level of, for some reason, this needing to like prove you're black, right? And I feel like when you get into that, you end up with somebody like this whole situation with Doja. Mm. And it's like, when you have to feel like you have to prove your blackness, you I feel like you either go like one or two ways. You become like this like phony tryhard, right? <laughs> or you kind of use whiteness to attack the blackness, which is like the direction it seems like Doja usually takes. Because like this thing with Doja, 
didn't just start with this shirt. Like she's been doing this shit. Like she's been doing it since the beginning. Like with the chat, I room just found that and out, all that kind of stuff. And I did not. I was like, Listen. see, there was an exp- She gave an explanation for the chat rooms, which I believed. But I then, did believe that. Yeah. yeah. But then you have the stuff like with the boyfriend, and you have the stuff with this shirt. And then, like, I was saying, like, even in the art with Agora Hills, that rubbed me the wrong way. The video rubbed me the wrong way. And so it's it's really, it's... It's a lot. And then it's even, like, more dangerous in the sense of, like, how she is aligned with whiteness. And she does she does have a white mom. and they are, But what's crazy is her mom is Jewish. <laughs> what? Jesus. Which is crazy. Wait, no, wait, no, 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 no. Wait, so wait, 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 yes. wait, wait, <laughs> yes. no, her mom's Jewish. Yes. You didn't just make that up. No, no. I'm sorry. I don't know if it's her mom or her dad. One of her parents is Jewish. If her mom is Jewish, then so, technically, according, I don't know much about the religion, but I know if it's like, if your mom was Jewish, baby, you then Jewish. you are Jewish. Yeah, yeah, It's. I can't remember if it's the so, mom or the dad. I can't remember. Our but, mom's Jewish and we're wearing a Nazi on our shirt. So she's black okay. and Jewish with a Nazi <laughs> on her shirt. Whoa! So that's just doubly No, like, you just blew homicide. me. You blew right? me. You <laughs> like, blew me. You blew me because I did not know that. Yeah. I did so, not know that. Man, all I got to say is like, and, and so. Wow. Like, even with the whole biracial thing again, like it's it's a very nuanced and hard conversation because I feel like it's based on a lot of different things. It's based on your phenotype and how you look, and then it's also based on how you're raised, and then it's based on your family dynamics and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, I feel like when you have, I, I feel like the reason why this like narrative of the whole like white mom thing goes around is because like your mom has such a fundamental uh influence on how you're raised so like as a as a biracial if you're like raised in whiteness that's obviously going to have some crazy effect on your psyche because like ask you a personal question yeah go ahead were your parents together when you were younger yeah Mm -hmm. okay doja did not have her dad in her life oh she didn't she did not so so this is what i'm gonna say that's very interesting my ex was half uh, but his dad passed away when he was young. Mm-hmm. His mother is white. She remarried to a white man and had like his little sister and stuff. So he's black, but he was raised. Yeah, that's got to be a weird existence. It was it. Let that's me tell you. And, and their family was not none of what you're talking about. I had to go up in there and be like, okay, so this is this is a, this is how you treat a black person. Oh, like it wow. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all of that. It was all of that. So I've seen it up close and firsthand of uh, the Damn. effect that you can have when if if you are a black person being raised by someone who is not black it, it's everything yeah so i feel I like that, could that, be, that was definitely those her experience because her dad was not in her life and that's I feel a like lot of what be, people were saying online yeah i feel like it'd be weird where if the world sees you as black and then you go home and you're not treated as black like i mm-hmm. feel like that would just mess with you a lot that definitely was not my experience you know i got two black brothers i got you know my dad was black uh, you know, he he passed away when I was 20. But, you know, that's like kind of like after my informative years and stuff. And yeah. um, but it's like, yeah, I mean, and my dad was like around, you know, he had to swim in the lake and not the pool because he couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the era my dad grew up in. So <laughs> I, I definitely was not. <laughs> yeah, I like I and see. I don't have any type of. um uh like experience with what you're talking about like uh, but yeah i can see why that would and then she also grew up like in la right 
Like it, Valley Girl it, shit. You yeah, know what so, I'm saying? So you was talking about the little white girl. I was like, that's her voice. I was on live <laughs> one day, uh, uh, watching Doja's live, and she was talking, and she was irritated about something. I don't know what it was, but she was like, okay, so you're not gonna, this is not what we're gonna oh, do. It's, I remember it, seeing it, that. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that was, that's her voice. Yeah, people said the So Karen I'm like, so out. you talking about the, not the Karen came out. Hold <laughs> yeah. on. No, but for real. So she has her her rap Doja voice, and you saw both. We saw mm-hmm. you saw both. <laughs> Agora Hill was like that shit was real. So when you made the comments you made, and I, I agree with you, but I didn't have the words for it either. I was like, something about this just ain't sitting right in my spirit. It was yeah. that. It was it was that. So I'm I've I've washed my hands. I cannot believe her mama is Jewish. Yeah. I had no. I did not know that. That's that adds a whole different layer a to that. A whole different shit. layer. And then, Whoa. like, yeah, and then I guess the other thing, I'm going to throw it to Michael because I have comments on it, too, but he seems excited about it. Like, the whole alt-right aspect of all of it and in hip-hop right now is just, it's it's maddening. It's crazy. And, like, so Sexy Red, she was, like, shouting out Trump, saying, we need Trump. He gave us, you know, that $1,200 stimulus. Bring him he back. He did not. I, I know. <laughs> and then she was saying, oh, he was getting people out of jail and this, that, and the third. I guess referencing Kodak Black probably. Um, so yeah, I don't know what you got, Michael, what you got? I mean, we went from Dr. King and Malcolm X to Twitter. Like that's where we're at. <laughs> that's where we're at. Like we've gone from them and now Twit now Twitter is like the spot where you're, where you're getting everything from. Cause <gasps> clearly sexy red has gotten all her information and education off of Twitter. Uh, when you're oh my god this is like such a because this is a comment like this alt-right hip-hop pop line that you're talking about specifically mm-hmm. is like a thing it is it's a gigantic con- thing con- there's a lot of different artists uh people with spotlights that are that are here and when you're uneducated on all these topics uh it's impossible to understand what you want out of a political candidate it's impossible so when you talk about sexy red it almost becomes parasocial because she was up there talking about like trump is funny like that's why I want Trump back in office. Yeah, she said that too. Yeah, because, yeah. because he's funny. He should be president because he's funny. Because stimulus checks and and getting black people out of prison and and not knowing anything about where that stuff actually comes from. Like talking um, talking about also Biden signed off on a stimulus check as well. But like either way, like that's neither here nor there. Like it's the fact that that stuff comes from Congress and they have to pass these things. And uh, which by the way, Congress was like at the time was Democratic controlled. At the time that the stimulus checks did come out, I don't think it is anymore, but it was at the time. When everything you learn is from this Elon Musk Twitter algorithm, then these are the discussions that end up taking place. Is you have sexy, and then like people are gonna be on Twitter like agreeing with sexy red because this is now the education that's being passed along. Like this is a form of education now, and that's where we're at. That's where we're at in society. Like this sexy red clip is a form of education for people. Like they're gonna watch it. And they're going to take the information. They're going to be like, oh, shit, like we did get stimulus checks from Trump. Like, yeah, I'm going to vote f- for Trump or DeSantis or whoever the fuck ends up being the candidate. DeSantis. Mm-hmm. It's true. You're right about that. Yo. I, I didn't think about it like as a form of education, but you're right. It's, it's the same reason that there's a right. like the far right stigma on the lack of education on what gender affirming care is, which we've talked about before. It's like very similar when it comes to you get your education from the Internet and whatever is most popular and whatever is trending the most. You're right. 
Donald Trump had nothing to do with them checks. He was actively fighting against those checks. But he was very smart and calculated and made sure that his name was he put, plastered. He put his name on them checks. checks. That's right. So that you thought you were getting money and it was all of his doing. Um, it was not. And I feel like that it's a it's a common... Everything she said is shit that I've already heard a lot. Because a lot of black people believe that. Yeah, a lot of black people believe that Donald Trump is the reason why we got stimulus checks. He's the reason why all of this other stuff, and it's just none of it's true. But wait, wasn't he's the reason we were in the situation that we had to get stimulus checks in the first place? Like, I'm like, like come his, on. His response to COVID was the reason that we were in that situation where we had to get the emergency fund from Congress. Insane. It was it is. It is very frustrating from the the lack of information or not even lack because I feel like some people are informed, but it's like misinformation. It's just like mm-hmm. not true things. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, how do you when there's so much information out there and nothing's really fact checked? It's like, how does one determine what's real and what's not right? And I feel like that's where it's um whatever the most popular opinion is becomes the correct one because it's like. How else am I going to know? Like a million people agreed with this opinion. So that must be the right one. I don't and know. So, Let's just go read. Can we go read something? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? So No, <laughs> I like I I like to be over informed about things. I just yeah. go because I don't care what everybody's saying. I'm going to go read for myself and see what's going on, form my own opinion. It's also just group think. And I'm like, can we let's 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 recenter, um, do research on our own. And, yeah. and come to our own conclusions because everything you read on the internet is not not based in fact, you know. You know. And to, oh my bad, my bad. Oh, I was going to shift to something else about sexy red. Oh, and I was like, boy. two th- two things can be true at once. Um, was she incorrect about all of that Trump stuff? Absolutely, but um, she does not deserve to be berated and disrespected for her sexual moments being oh, yeah, uh, yeah. released to the public without her knowledge or permission. That is disgusting um, on so many different levels. And all of you people online talking about this woman and making jokes about her body and using her uh, pictures of her in that intimate moment for memes and different things like that is so, very dehumanizing. Yeah. Um, and I feel very, very bad for her from that standpoint. Because nobody deserves that shit. And grown-ass black women talking about the color of her body. Y'all are... It's just so nasty. I don't have words. I don't have I don't have words. And all of y'all need to be dragged through the mud. For real. You know, it's crazy. I agree with you. And I feel like linking that to... I wanted to like talk about the alt-right pipeline before we completely get off of it. But I feel like these go hand in hand. So what's really interesting... Is that when we're talking about this whole all right thing right now, we're talking about like Doja and like the sexy red and the Trump thing. But what's crazy is that the hip hop to alt right pipeline is actually really rooted in toxic masculinity. So I know like right now we're talking about two women, but it's truthfully in the toxic masculinity, which is what Maya's talking about with this whole sex tape situation, too. And so, like, it's crazy how it's just it's wild because of these people like Andrew Tate and joe rogan and like all these other people it's like this hyper masculine alpha whatever blah 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 and then it's full of misogyny and it's full of a lot of like sexism racism all this kind of stuff but that's why so like you got a lot of black men that go that route 
that then get brainwashed into the whole alt-right thing because alt-right is a whole bunch of misogyny and sexism and uh you know transphobia all this kind of stuff um homophobia and it's like it's just really I, I don't even know what to really break down with it other than like it's just sad and like so much of it just literally does come from mis from misinformation which is like the most frustrating part because it's like it's not even like the way I see it is it's like information is there. I don't want to keep telling the information is there. It's no nobody looking for it. And like you can clearly like you'll see the like hypocrisy. It's like, oh, they're saying that like, OK, even like with the Trump thing, like, oh, Trump was for black people. Like, how can you say that? Like, how, how, like, how can you sit there and say that when you see the because, actions? Because like, one, one clip where Trump is like, these are my people. <laughs> but even that was racist. <laughs> no, for real, dog. Yeah. Like, what do you yeah. mean? And then it's yeah. even like, because we were talking about how many white women vote for Trump. But it's like, look at what Trump does for women. Like how? And I, I know, like the whole white women put their whiteness above their their womenhood. I I know that. But it's like, it's still crazy how like someone's like in broad daylight persecuting you, and then you're still like, oh yeah, they're good for me. <laughs> Like, I just yeah. don't get it. I don't understand it. It's like the information is there. And then it's not even like you don't have to look up a paper. You don't have to read a peer-reviewed paper. All you got to do is like see what they just did there and see what they did there. Like it's not like it's hidden behind closed doors. It's like it's really with, not with Trump specifically. Like he's so like racist and so mm. sexist. It's like in your face. It's in his speeches. It's it, like it's that's why I was like she said he was funny, and I'm like what's what. That's, Has Trump done that? The only thing that was funny to me was his dumb ass looking at an eclipse with nothing on his eyes. That no. was hilarious because what's he's funny, stupid. What's <laughs> funny about Trump is how people use him as memes, but it's not like that actual situation was funny. I am the greatest. Like, I am the greatest. Saying, All like, of that shit is funny because like you're not and we know that you suck exactly. and like that stuff is funny, but like him himself... There's nothing exactly. funny it's about not what funny. he's done to this country. Like the meme nothing. of him with the paper towels, like that shit's hilarious. But in real time, <laughs> oh, that's horrible. When you think about what <laughs> like, the, the situation was in Puerto like, Rico and the fact that he was shooting a basketball like with the exactly. fucking paper towels, like it's a joke in a game. And I remember seeing that live, and I was like, "There's just no way like that just happened. <laughs> like there's no way we are in a happened. Simpsons episode, like." like yeah, yeah. But that's I mean, what's so frustrating to me. Like, it's in your face. Like, when you see him doing the paper towels, like, what are you thinking? Like, as far as, like, oh, yeah, he's good for this or good for, like, bro. That's like, how I felt early in his campaign is for uh, uh, when he was mocking disabled disabled people, people like yeah that was on national and he was doing like the hand and like I was like, yes. yo, it, it was, it was, it was something it, it really gave it gave like a boondock simpsons episode he's, like he's done it cartoon all. like has. not real this, this cannot be real he like told LC to go back where she came from and, and that whole cabinet to go back where they came from can we imagine if obama showed up at that disaster relief uh, event and he was like he brought out toilet paper <laughs> Can we just imagine no. that ever happening in no. the world? He would get dragged through the sediment. I it mean, wouldn't he, be a question. Like this guy led an insurrection of the country and everyone's just like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> like, 
It was, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. I will never understand it. I can't wait um, till 2024, man. I can't wait for these. Especially just like as black people. Like as black people, I just, I can't, I don't get January it. January 6th was, it. I'm, I'm always, listen, y'all remember days and stuff. I remember January 6th because I was like, I could not imagine if it was this black being black people. Yeah. They would have mowed them down with no fuck. Just no question about it. They did it. though, Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. They fucking did. It's like y'all, y'all are on government property, breaking into government. Pro- they would have shot them with no question. With elected I feel officials like. in there, like, and the they left. were talking about <laughs> we going in there to get AOC. <laughs> we going to string her up. We going to do this, 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 and this. And I was, was like, bro, there's was no way. In the yeah, and they Couldn't were going after a- Pence too. Couldn't Which have been is, a drop of melanin in the crowd. I'm sorry. They would have mowed them down. They yep. would have mowed them down. So the fact that that happened and people lived to tell the tale is still a shock to me. But again, that's the that's country we live in. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, I I want everybody to be informed to close that out. Do not listen to Sexy Red. I'm sorry. Sexy Red don't know what she's talking about, you know, in regards to politics. Who asked her a political question? Stop. Don't. One last quick thing before we close. Yeah. Shade room needs to burn. That's what it. They do now. I hate the shade room. I think that they. It is just a boiling pot of hatred in so many different uh, uh, aspects I was on of the life. Shade room before. I've also been on the shade room. People <laughs> messaging me telling me, "Why are you on the shade?" I'm like, "I'm not happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not happy about this." Um, they came for Keith Lee of all people. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, of all that. people, Michael. I don't know if you know who Keith Lee is, but he is just a wow. very nice, unassuming man. He used to be. Uh, is it UFC MMA? Uh, he, he's yeah, some type UFC, of fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he he's a family man. He has two kids and a wife, and he does food reviews yeah, on TikTok. He's he's has like almost fourteen million followers right now. But just an overall good dude, and he be minding his business. The shade room has been calculating and posting uh, videos of him when he has like he's also emotional and things. He's so grateful. He's just very earnest and genuine about like you know the spaces he's in and. And his his birthday just passed, and his wife bought him a car. Uh, I think it was like a Bentley or something like that. And he was like crying. He was like, "Oh my god! Like I can't believe you did this." When the shade room been taking videos of him like in emotional moments and posting them to their their very well known homophobic audience so they're like questioning his sexuality and and being like oh your wife's a gold digger and this is and this i hate the shade room dog i want them eradicated i want i just want them to disappear i would lead a whole crusade and a petition to like let's get them the fuck off of the internet y'all talking about what quote unquote makes the black community look bad it's the shade room i'm sorry it's the shade room and they need to go <laughs> <laughs> we don't need updates on people's lives like that. All they it's a hub of negativity and and just a bunch of miserable people over there talking shit about people that they don't know. And Keith Lee, I hate that he had to get online and make a video being like, "Hey, Shade Room, we do lots of different uh, great things for the black community. We raise money. We've done this, this, that, and the third. And all you guys choose to post is." calculated stuff because you know it'll raise engagement and you sending hatred to my family and my wife he was like i don't care about what y'all say about me whatever but don't talk about my wife like yeah 
I love Keith. He is so unproblematic. He minds his business. He's just a good dude. So the fact that he had to get online and direct directly speak to him like, hey, shave room. Stop putting my family, my wife in the yeah, line of fire of all this fucking ignorance. I don't dog. think it was the first time they posted him either. So it's I think not. He was just tired of it. Yeah. He yeah. was like, I'm so tired of y'all talking. He was like, y'all can say whatever about me, but my wife, my children, off limits. And he's he's absolutely correct. I really don't like the shade room. I want them to go also, away. Also, I got to say on another note, right before we hang this up, like, yeah, like, why are y'all so comfortable talking about people's kids, bro? Like, even even with, like, uh, Adonis, like, yeah, you could talk about, talk shit about Drake's album and all that, but, like, leave Adonis out of it, people. That baby didn't do anything like, but draw a cute little picture you know, of a goat. Blue. Like, okay. all these celebrities' kids always get dragged for whatever reason. It's like, why miserable. Do you feel so comfortable no, talking about No, it's just miserable kids? people. It's like, it's miserable it's crazy. people. Like, Damn, leave them alone. <laughs> but no, yeah, for real. Like, I was like, I why y'all talking about this baby? I was like, y'all can talk about the Canadian all you want to. But Adonis ain't do nothing but be born. And yeah. he's adorable. And and I like the way he talks. And I watched the little video <laughs> of him explaining of him explaining his cover and stuff that Drake said he paid he paid Adonis for. He was like, Would you like to tell the people how much you made? He was like, Oh, please. I thought that was so cute. <laughs> like yeah yeah adorable stop talking about people's kids man stop talking about people mind their business stop talking about people y'all don't know it's just it's very easy to exist online and work online and things and not be an asshole a lot of y'all are just assholes and sad and miserable and that's why you frequent places like the shade room but let's just let's let's uplift better things guys that's it that's all guys send us questions send us questions this week Yes, send us questions, anything, y'all. We open the show with y'all, man. So come on, ask us anything you want to know. Uh, make sure you're following us on all of our socials at Take Away My Mic. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.